Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Journey Home Outreach Ministries online radio show. I'm the presiding pastor, Pastor Angela McCarty, Chicago-based poet known as Sister Pucci, and I we are here for the May, May edition of Clarify Your Life with Associate Pastor Kimberly Horvath. Now, before we get to that, I would like to also let you know the schedule of the shows. Every second Tuesday of the month is Kimberly Horvath's Clarify Your Life. Every third Tuesday is House of Inspiration with DJ Frankie Vi. Every third Wednesday is the Y4C Youth for Christ. Every third Tuesday, excuse me. And every the last Friday of every month is His Poems, His Presence, and Prayers by um, Margie Isaac. That's all the church announcements. Now I'm going to bring the pastor on the line. Um, hello. Hello. How, How are, are you? you this morning? I'm doing, I'm doing fine. Great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, I was just sitting here waiting for the show to start. And I, I, before you get started, I wanted to tell the, the listening audience just how rich and beneficial this show is because this is Christ, Christian life coaching, um, which allows you to walk your walk in this world. And I think it's such an important topic, and I'm glad to have you present it every month. And that's, so, that's all I had to say. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I do really appreciate that so much. Um, You know, today, it's been an interesting morning, but anyway, um, today, you know, we are um, at the end of May, the beginning of June, so you may as well say we are six months through the year, and you know that every quarter we have a check-in to see mm-hmm. where we are with the things that we are supposed to be accomplishing um, according to the vision, the purpose, the plan that God has given us. So um, that really is what today's call is going to be about. Um, and, and what we're going to be talking about is when people get stuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I just need to say at the outset, if you are a person who here we are, may as well say in June, and you have not um, – gotten started on your mission, vision, plan, purpose, any of that, if you haven't even done your first step, then I'm going to tell you that you just need to listen to the other shows and get started on your first step. You might want to start (laughs) with January's show, because this is for all of you who um, somewhere within the realm of your life, which really could be anybody, you are stuck, okay? I'm talking about it from the standpoint of being stuck with the plan that God has for you because the reality is that if you are stuck, um, you are going to be stuck with the plan that God has for you. You might be excelling great in one area, but if another area of your life is not doing great, then you have to say that in some some way that you're stuck. You know, and and before I even get started, you know, I just, you know, want to – continue to talk for a moment about Christian Life Coaching. Um, Thank you so much for your work. You know that it means so much to me to hear um, your thoughts on the coaching and and the show and all of that. And for people who are newly exposed or or people who are really just beginning to understand, you know, coaching is something that is still relatively new in our country. I mean, it hit our country, I think, probably one of the last of 
of as far as the progressive nations to accept coaching. And when you think mm-hmm. of coaching, think of it no different than your basketball coach, your football coach, your um, personal trainer. You know, a coach is a person who is going to help you get from here to there, wherever those here and there's are in your life, faster than you're able to do it by yourself. And it has to mm-hmm. do with, with the body of knowledge that they have in order to help you get forward. And when it comes to Christian life coaching, um, the the point of Christian life coaching is that we are applying the principles of the word. And the reason why, as a Christian, that is so vital, why that's so important, is because we are supposed to be walking out the word of God in our lives. And if we don't know how to do that, then the truth is that we are not living fully as Christians. We have not fully embraced all that Christ has come and died and rose from the dead for. And he wants us to live a full, abundant life. It, it is a life that will have us reunited with God according to the way it was supposed to be from the beginning, before yes. Adam and Amen. Eve got it wrong. This is where Amen. God is trying to bring us. And so if you're not in a place where you're living like that, and truthfully, I don't know anyone who is, then mm-hmm. Christian life coaching is something that can help you if you would allow it to help you. And there are Christian life coaches all over our nation. You just need to hook up with the one that is right for you and, you know, be led by God and keep it moving. And and do yourself a favor and don't just assume that all people who are ordained and licensed are coaches. They're not. There's a difference between a coach and a person who is um, a leader in the word. I happen to have um, both hats you know, as some of us do. But understand that a coach is trained to show you how to walk things out for yourself and to not bring you under Mm -hmm. condemnation when you mess up. I I think that's important. Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay. I just needed to throw Uh that out there so that people could have an understanding. And then as they're listening to the shows, they understand um, it helps them have a different insight as to what I'm doing when I'm, when I'm giving you all of these points. Right. Okay? Absolutely. Okay. All, all right. right. I'm, so, I'm excited. Yeah, I, I, I was, you know, listen, I asked God for a rhema, and so he woke me up at 4 o'clock this morning. Uh, 4 o'clock this morning, <laughs> in the morning, ha- is becoming um, my time with him. And okay. uh, he woke me up at 4, and he began to um, give me um, these, how many how many things is, is 10 things for us to take a look at if we find that we um, are in a place where we are stuck, if we're not moving okay. forward. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first thing um, that I, I want you to know that um, what led me here was that I was reading the new living translation of the Bible. And I read, um, I was reading Hebrews 11 where it talks about all the, the great examples of faith. And I'm going to be reading um, from new living translation because I just love the way it, it reads. All right, and so the first thing that it says about faith, it says faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. Okay, mm-hmm. that's it. We make, we make that word, you know, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We make it so mysterious. The word is yes. not supposed to be mysterious. When you read the word, if you don't understand it, you need to read it in another translation. You need to pray to God and ask him to give you some, some clarity. You know, yes. that's what you need to do. Because the word, I mean, if you can't 
understand it, then how are you going to apply it to your life? You can't get any more clear than faith is the mm-hmm. confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. Yes. That's yes. all that it is. Okay? Yes, and then it says, mm-hmm. and, 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 and um, the, the New King James, I think it says, it's the substance of things um, hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And what the mm-hmm. New Living Translation says is it gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Right. Okay. So faith is not about the things that you see. Faith is about mm-hmm. the things that you cannot see. And you're right. not hoping necessarily anymore. You are believing that they are mm-hmm. going to happen. Now, I want to talk about the difference between hope and belief. Because many people just think that if, because they have a desire, they're like, oh, well, I really hope that this happens, that that's faith. That's not faith. That's hope. Okay. <laughs> right. And, and, right. And, and hope just is, is almost like a wish. Faith is not a wish. Faith has okay. confidence attached to it. So if, if you have not moved from hope to faith until you know that you know that you know that this is going to happen. You don't have to know right. how it's going to happen. You don't have to know when it's going to happen. You don't have to know what mechanism God is going to make it happen. You just have to know that it's going to happen. That's it. Amen. And you just have mm-hmm. to stand on the word that it's going to happen, all right? Now, in verse 7, this is one that I love to use because it's very clearly understood. It said, it was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God, who warned him, who warned him about things that had never happened before. It had mm-hmm. never rained before. A lot of people don't okay? know that. But, yeah, it had never rained. The way God um, made sure that the ground was moist and had the water it needed was that the mist would come up from the ground, fog, mm-hmm. dew, okay? Mm-hmm. It had never actually rained from the sky onto the ground. So he, in order for him to build a boat on dry land, okay, <laughs> an ark the size that he made it to be able to carry all those animals and his family, and be waterproof. He had to re- What's that? And be waterproof. Yeah, and be waterproof. <laughs> and the supplies that they would need, by the way. Okay? Yeah. You have to understand that he really had to believe that this was going to happen. And, of course, the people around him thought he was absolutely nuts because they had never seen never. rain either. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they had to think he was absolutely nuts. And think about the amount of time that it took him to do this. I I want you to understand this because as you move forward in the quest that God has for you in life, it may be something that people in your circle, people in the realm that you live in, your area, your neighborhood, your house, your family, they have never, maybe never seen it before. And they're going to think that you have lost your mind. They're going to think that you have, are crazy. But this is the right. reason why you can't seek man's approval. And you have to Amen. be all about getting the approval of the Lord. Mm-hmm. All right? That's who you yeah. need to be concerned with. If God told you to do it, you have to know that you know that you know that you know. Yes, this is definitely going to happen. I believe this is going to happen. And then you move forward with doing what is necessary to be prepared for the day when it happens. Because when the day right. When the day comes that it happens and you have been prepared, you know what happens? Destiny. Destiny manifests itself. Mm 
Yes. All right? Yes. So if you Amen. are not moving forward, all right, one of the things that God is saying, number one, maybe you're not on the right path. All right? And, mm. and that could be mm. as simple as I thought it was going to happen this way. I've been preparing for it to happen this way. I don't see it happening. Because you need to turn 10 degrees to the left or 10 degrees to the right and walk on those paths, all right, Mm -hmm. because that's where Mm -hmm. it is. Here's something else that you have to understand in our world. God does things through people. So if you are a person who has hang-ups about being connected to people that do things for you, trust me when I tell you, most of the things that you ask God to do for you, you will not receive. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Even people yeah. that receive checks in the mail that they did not ask for have to receive that check that comes from someone else that wrote that check and signed it. Mm-hmm. Even people who miraculously have money put into their bank accounts, bills paid off, debts canceled, right. that all comes at the hands of other people that mm-hmm. make it happen for them okay is it God absolutely but he works through people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you have to get past your belief that you don't need anybody because you do (laughs) you do (laughs) that's how our world works that's how our world works okay so if you are not moving forward Maybe the issue is that you're expecting that this is supposed to happen supernaturally without the help of man. And then there's someone who's right here who's saying, hey, I'd like to help you with this. And you're saying, yeah, you know, but I believe, I I don't really believe that God is going to do it this way. God is going to do it another way. And they keep Mm -hmm. coming back to you and saying, you know, hey, I'd really like to help you with this. Okay, yeah, but I'm waiting for God to do something. Okay, I'd really like to help you with this. Okay, yeah, I'm waiting for God to do something. Mm -hmm. You're waiting Mm -hmm. for God to do something, and God is waiting for you to take the help. And when right. you take the help, you're going to watch, and God is going to do something else. Mm-hmm. All right? It's, it's no different you, than – go ahead. No, you, you end up praying in vain uh, uh, because, you know, there's, there's a, a little joke about uh, a man stuck on a roof on the flood. And, uh, yes. A boat, uh, yeah, a boat came by, and he said, I'm waiting on God to save me. He'll save me, <laughs> you know, and I'm all these right. other uh, people right. came by to boat. help. And then, he sent a helicopter. Yeah. He sent a shit. Like, yeah. he sent all this stuff, and the man kept yeah. saying he was waiting on God. Yes, that's perfect. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when he dies and he says, God, what happened? He's like, look, I sent you a boat, a plane, a oh. <laughs> ship, a helicopter, you know, a raft, yeah. and uh, you wouldn't mm-hmm. get on. You know, right? And and and, yeah. and so you have to make sure that you're not like that. Make sure that you're not yeah. like that. Uh, uh, allow yourself to receive the help from wherever it should come, and watch what God does. Okay. The second uh-huh. thing I want to talk about, you know, if you're stuck, all right, are you thinking about what other people will do, think, feel, or say about your plan? You know, let's think uh-huh. about Noah. If if he got hung up on what other people would do, think, say. About right. him building this right. ark for rain that they had never seen before. If he got all hung up in that, well, he would have never built the ark, and that rain would have come, and he would have, him and his family, the whole world would have just been gone. Mm-hmm. 
And God didn't want to do it that yeah. way. Right. right? But even God, he, do, he, he allows us to make choice. He doesn't force his way upon us. Right. He doesn't force his way upon us. So had no one not done that, that rain was still going to come. Okay? <laughs> He's, he, it just wasn't, it was, it, you know, so he had to say, you know what, I don't care about what the naysayers say. I don't really care about what they're going to think, feel, ask, do. I don't care. I'm going to be about God's plan. So you have to get what other people will think or feel or do or say about what you want to accomplish or what you're trying to do. You've got to get rid of that. You can't put yes. what they are thinking first. Remember, it's your plan and not their plan. Mm-hmm. If they're not in agreement with you, they are not the people that God sent to help you. See, that's another yes. one of the things. We think, oh, well, you know, it's my mother who's supposed to help me, or it's my cousin JoJo who's supposed to help me. And God said, no, <laughs> I have somebody who's coming from 20 miles away who's right. going to meet you in the supermarket, and mm, you're going to just start having this conversation, and they're going to say, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I, I want to help mm-hmm. you. I believe in that. I want to yes. work with you one day. Yes. You see, yes. so let yes. God be God. All right? Amen. Don't worry about what other people do, think, feel, or say. And, cause, and here's the other thing. Once they see you as a success, that's when everybody else around you will jump on board. Mm-hmm. And God will get so much glory. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. that's when they jump on board. Some people are not in, in yet at the point where they can believe in the unmanifested realm, the spirit mm-hmm. realm. Okay. But the spirit realm is more real than the world that we live in. All right? So yes. don't get caught up with other people. The third thing um, that I have to say, if you're stuck in your, in your plans and, and, and the, you know, like you're at a place where, you know, I've gotten some things done, but I just can't get this done, have you broken down the steps enough? Oh. Maybe the reason why you can't get through it is because that particular step that you're trying to do is too big. Maybe you need to break it down into another step or maybe even five steps or ten steps, whatever you need Mm -hmm. to do to Mm -hmm. get it broken down. Break it down until you get to a point where, okay, yes, I can accomplish this. Okay. All right? And then get another step. Yes, I can accomplish this. And get another step. Yes, I can, can can accomplish this. Because sometimes you're looking at something. It's kind of like, you know, you say, you know, I have a 500-page book that I want to read, but I want to read it today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or I have a 500-page book I want to read, and I want to read it in two weeks, and you know that you only like to read 10 pages a day. Right. And you just don't right. want to read more than 10 pages a day. So right, maybe you need right. to break that down a little bit. So how do I? how am I going to get this? this book accomplished in a shorter period of time than normal. All right, well, maybe I could start off by reading 12 pages a day instead of 10. And right. then you move to the next week. Well, maybe this week I could read 13 or 14 pages instead of 12. All right? And that will get it done faster than if you just read 10 a day. So break that thing down into smaller steps until you get steps that are manageable that you could definitely, definitely get through. Okay? Yeah. Now, the yeah. fourth yeah. thing about – what happens if you're stuck with your plan is are you managing your resources properly? And when I'm talking about your resources, we're talking about your time, your money, your relationships. Are you managing that stuff properly? If you, if your time management is off, if your usage of your resources is off, what resources, 
I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about whatever it is that you need in order to accomplish something. So, for instance, you know, as an esthetician, I definitely need to be timely, but I also need to make sure that I'm utilizing my resources, which are my skincare products, properly. Right. Okay? If I uh-huh. am overusing them, I'm wasting them, and I'm not making as much money as I could be making off of my product. Right. Make sense? So if yes. my product is supposed to give me 10 uses and I'm only getting five uses, I'm not managing my resources, which is the product, properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same is true of you. Yes, that's very clear. Right? Same is true of yes. you. Manage your resources yes. properly. If you're finding that you're not having enough time in a day, you may be overscheduling yourself. Invite the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit into your world when you are when you are scheduling yourself. And by the way, when it comes to time management, you should be making a schedule for the year, you know, and maybe you can't do the mm-hmm. whole year. And I'm not talking about scheduling you every single day, but, you know, no. things that you know that you have, that you're going to be doing, put them in your plan as far out as you have it. Okay. Yeah. And, All right. And, just put them in I there. Just, if you know that yeah. you're going away in December, go ahead and write it in your schedule. Why are you yes. waiting? Yeah. Right. Just put it in there. You know, then, you know, every month you should be taking a look at, okay, what am I doing for the next month? Right. right. What, what, where, right. where am I? What's going on? You know, this is the reason why I come back here every quarter because I pay attention to the quarters and every quarter I do another message that's strictly about how to move forward with the plan that God has for you, your mission, your vision, right. your purpose. Right. Every quarter, right. this is what I do. Because it is a checkpoint. You want to do the same thing. And if, you, if you're keeping a manual calendar, a digital calendar, mark it, put a to-do in every quarter. Today mm-hmm. is your planning day. Today is your day to uh, spend a couple of hours in prayer and just overlooking your schedule and, and making sure that you're, you're on target for your, your plan and what you're supposed to accomplish by the end of December. All right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever month mm-hmm. it is that is your marker. Your marker might be July. It might be October. It might be March. Whatever it might be. Right. All right? right? Make sure that you get that together. All right? Then when you, after your monthly, you really should be planning every week. So I don't care if it's Sunday, Monday, whatever day it is, you need to make sure you're looking at your plan for the week and the things that you need to accomplish. And you need to start charting out what day and what time am I going to be doing these things. All right, and pay particular attention each day. When you don't get something done, you need to reschedule it in your plan for the week. Don't just leave it there. Yeah. Maybe you need to say, yeah. "Did I really need to do this this week, or is this something that I need, I could wait on?" Because sometimes right. we put things in there and we didn't really need to put them in there. And and remember, God is at the end looking at all this happening, so He knows what obstacles, what interruptions, what things are going to come our way, all right? This is the reason why you need to be in prayer when you're making your schedule because the Holy Spirit will say to you, I know you want to do these four things on this day, but trust me, only put one thing there. Only put Mm -hmm. one thing Mm -hmm. there. And then this other thing that you want to do uh, on Tuesday, don't do that. Do this because if you do this, you're going to be prepared for this day when it comes on Thursday. All right? I can't tell you how many times when I was working in the corporate world and I was allowing the Holy Spirit to prepare me and there would be things that I wanted to accomplish. Maybe, you know, I I might have a project that's due on Friday 
you know, and I'm a person that likes to work under pressure. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I might be thinking, okay, so on Wednesday, this is going to be the day that I'm going to do this, and then the project will be done, and then I'll have time to look it over on Thursday, and then I'm good. And the Holy Spirit will come to me maybe the Friday before and say, Kim, do this today, because next week there's going to be some other stuff in your way, okay? And I would do it on Friday, and then what happens is it's Thursday before I can look up again, but I'm good because I did what I was supposed to do on Friday. When you, when, yeah. Okay. Yes. Pay pay attention. You know, some people call those God winks. I, I, I don't subscribe to any phrase. I just say that it's the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is obviously winking at me all day long. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I just, you know, I just try very hard to hear what he's saying and do it because I, I really do know. I've learned because I have a hard, stubborn head. I have learned that it's really for my good. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And so the next thing, number five, is um, when you're stuck, are you on the right path? So are you confused? Are you unsure? Mm -hmm. You know, if you have areas where you're confused and unsure, the truth is that it's likely that you are straddling the fence somewhere in your faith. Okay? You're Mm -hmm. still in hope. And so you can't gain clarity on what to do because you haven't really gotten to the point where you understand yet where your faith should be. You know, right. you're thinking about having faith over here, 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 here. And right now you need to be laser focused in one area of faith, but you don't know what that is yet. So you're straddling the fence. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be very careful about, understand that anytime you're thoughts are not in alignment with the word of God, you're going to experience a delay. Okay? That's just the truth. That's just the truth. I, 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 you know, as you know, um, Pastor Angela, I'm, I'm following, um, you know, this phenomenal pastor, uh, man of God, this, you know, this, you know, this uh, prophet. And he says something that has really stayed in my mind about being double-minded and he said that you know what happens is that we're double you know people will say well I'm not double-minded well yeah you are if you're looking at your circumstances and your circumstances are not at par or above par and yet you still are believing that that's okay you have to understand that your circumstances are in the world and therefore your circumstances will lie to you And if your circumstances do not line up with the word of God, they are a lie because the word never changes. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. The word never changes. So if you are experiencing financial lack, your situation is lying to you because the word doesn't change. And the word says that we are prosperous. The word says that Jesus came that we might have life in heaven in abundance to the full till it's overflowing. You know, the word says that God wants us to live a blessed, prosperous life. So if your circumstances are not a circumstance of, of wealth and prosperity, and yes, I am talking about financial wealth. I, I do mean all other things as well. Specifically, though, I am talking about financial wealth. And I want people on the other end to understand I am preaching this to myself. 
Okay? It means that we, your circumstances are lying to you. Because in the realm of the spirit, you are a child of the king. You are royalty. Your father owns it all. And the Bible says he would not hold any good thing from his children. So Mm -hmm. if that word is the word of God, you have to believe that over your circumstances. And when you start believing that over your circumstances, when you start accepting that to be the truth and not a lie, then the truth is that your situation will have to line up with what you believe. Because you mm-hmm. bring more of what you believe to you all the time because you are focused on it. And it's what you begin to speak on and it's what you begin to walk on. And remember, we were made in the image of God and God spoke things into existence. So if you are focusing on something that is not the truth and you are speaking on something that is not the truth, you are bringing a lie to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That lie becomes the truth because you have yeah. made it manifest itself. So don't believe the lie. Don't allow your circumstances to dictate a lie to you. Just understand that you are living a lie and believe on the word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. You know, this is what, you know, when you read Hebrews 11, this is what all of these people had to believe. In, In verse 11 it says, it was by faith that Sarah was able to have a child. Even though she was barren and too old, she believed that God would keep his promise. And God promised that she and Abraham would have their own child of, between the two of them. And they received mm-hmm. that message late in life. Mm-hmm. But she Absolutely. chose to believe that. And regardless of how old she got, okay, regardless of how old she got, she said, you know what? My circumstances are a lie. I believe the mm-hmm. word of God. Mm-hmm. I believe the word of God. Get okay? into the word. And you got you to gotta know it. You got to know it. You definitely so have important. to know it. You definitely have to okay. know it. All right? Oh. And in verse 12 in mm-hmm. Hebrews 11, it says, And so a whole nation came from this one man who was as good as dead because Abraham was old. Mm-hmm. A nation mm-hmm. with so many people. That like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there is no way to count them. Wow. Do you hear and, this? And, and the, 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 God kept a promise to a dead man. How much more will he keep the promises to you? Yes. He, he you know... Go ahead, girl. I just, it's just, <laughs> it's just, you know, phenomenal that that we have to look at what he did. He kept his promise no matter what. Yes, he no did. No matter what. He kept his yeah. promise no matter what. God says, I am not a man. He will not lie. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. This is the reason why we can't go around thinking that we know how God is going to come. You know, I I think I said this last time. I don't know, but, you know, it bears repeating. You know, we sit around and say we know God, we know God, we know God. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's true. But we don't know God. 
We don't know mm-hmm. him like that. You know, God is saying, right. y'all, you don't know me like that? You know how you meet people, they know people in your family, and they're like, oh, yeah, girl, I know you. know You don't know me like that. You might have known me yeah, when I was two, three, five, ten. But right now, you don't know yeah. me like that. You know, and right, God is right. saying the same thing as to us. You don't know me like that. Mm-hmm. You've got to get to know me. Yeah. In spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. you got to get to know me. You can't just get to know me in the world. You can't just get to know me on the surface. I'm a God that is a God in the spirit. Mm-hmm. And you have to know me in the spirit and So that you can speak the things in the spirit And cause them to manifest in the natural what? You are a spirit being, being Having mm-hmm. a human experience mm-hmm. And you chose to come here Because you knew that it would be all good mm. God keeps his promises yes. Okay So you have to make sure that you know, we're, this is the God kind of faith when it says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Mm-hmm. Because this is the kind of faith that he wants us to have. It's the kind of faith that really does move a mountain. It's the kind of faith that really will cause the storm to cease. Mm-hmm. It really is the kind of faith that will say, you know what? The tornado's coming to your neighborhood, but nothing is going to happen to you or your property mm-hmm. or anyone else you choose to pray for. Okay. You know, you, you remember Jesus, they said, what kind of man is this that even the winds obey him? The seas obey him. He's the same kind of man that we are. Yes. And remember that he yes. said, you're going to even do more than me because I'm going yes. to my father. But I'm going to my father. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just remember that. So, you know, are you on the right path? Don't be unsure. Get in your Bible and be sure. Don't be confused. God says, I am not the author of that. Mm. I'm not the author of confusion. Right. Right? You have a sound mind. I'm not the author of confusion. Do not be confused. Do not be unsure. Do not have your mind straddling the, the, the fence. You have no reason for that because, you, you know, the Bible is available. It's online. If you have a phone, you don't even have to pay for one. Download a free Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Get a Bible app and read it, okay? I, you don't even have to pay for one anymore. No, Praise the Lord no. for that. All right? Yeah. You can get it in any translation you want. You can get it in any language you want to get it in. Mm-hmm. The word of God yeah. does not have to cost you financially. No. Okay? It's, it, it's just not going to. So get into that word. And when you find the word that, that, that touches your spirit, that's the word for you that day. And understand, his mercies are new every morning. He has a new word every day. So read it every day, and, the, and when you read it and that word hits your spirit, that's your word for the day. Go out and yes. meditate on that word. Be thinking about that word yes. for the day. Yes. Expect yes. that word to come true in your life every single day. Yes. Don't worry about whether or not you memorized it or not. For some people, that, that's their thing. Memorization is their thing. For some people, they'll never be able to memorize anything. You don't need to memorize it. You just need to know what it says. And believe it. God never said that you have to read this word for word. My God, there's so many different translations, you'll never get it right. (laughs) Know what the word means. 
and manifested in your life by believing in it. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. That, that drives, that, that, that's like a, a touchy point for me um, because, you know, I, I know a lot of people that can memorize the word, you know, real easy, and then there are other people that, that can't for whatever reason. That, that, that's just a stumbling block for them. And it doesn't mean that it's one forever, but at that moment it is. And so it's like, well, you, you don't want a person getting stuck on the fact that they can't memorize something that they can just pull up and read. Right. <laughs> you know, it, and then you have all these people saying, well, you know, one day we won't have the Bible. Well, why do you say that one day we won't have the Bible? Because the word says that when the rapture comes, when the rapture comes, I won't be here. So I don't have to worry about that. Oh, yeah. People, people are not understanding the whole story because they're, you, you got to read the book. You have to read it. it, it you got to read it. You, <laughs> you have to. There's no I mean, around you, it. you have to understand that in nations around the world right now, there are people that have to read the Bible in secret, and they have to mm-hmm. hide their Bibles. But the reality mm-hmm. is that they still have the Word. Right. Do you hear what I'm saying? That even mm-hmm. in those countries where, they, where it's illegal for them to have the Bible, they still have the Word. Mm-hmm. God will get his so Word So don't worry story. about it. Don't let that be a hang-up, especially when you have, I mean, I know people that have, you know, a lot of Bibles, including Bibles online, and they're hung up on the fact that they can't memorize the word. Are you serious? No. He he, he, he didn't ask for that. He never asked for that. He didn't ask for that. And it's a great thing if you can do that. It's wonderful. Wonderful. But don't allow someone to cause you to feel less than. Just don't you don't can't. allow yourself to fall mm-hmm. into the judgment of man. Yes. Because you can't do what they do. They can't do what you mm-hmm. do either. Right. Just by the way. <laughs> by the way. We're they can't called. do what you do either. Yes. Amen? Amen. All right. Ooh, okay, Amen. so we're halfway through this list. So number six. So if you find yourself being stuck and not being able to... Um, you know, really uh, be able to get past. And let's talk about this for a minute, what what I'm really talking about. You know, there are some people, you know, they've made this plan for the year, um, and they've been moving along pretty well, you know. um, They weren't having setbacks, and all of a sudden it's kind of like they kind of had a trip, and then maybe they're having another trip. And then for some reason things are not moving as as swiftly, you know. And we know Mm -hmm. that when you are moving um, in sync with God, Things move along pretty steadily, sometimes faster than you can even look around and realize, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't, don't allow that to hold you up. You know, don't allow that to um, arrest it's you. Hard. This, this yeah. is time for you to take a, a stop and say, okay, so what's going on? And it could be mm-hmm. any of the things that we talk about today. It could be something different. It could be several other things that we talk about today. The point is that it's right. time to reassess, all right? Okay. And so the, right. the next thing is, you know, if you find yourself in that situation, do you need a new experience or two? Okay, understand this. Knowledge is power. Why do I say, you know, this? Because I have to talk to God. What do you mean? Do you need a new experience? God says, listen. I can only work with what you give me. And so the knowledge that you have can only take you so far. 
And at some point, in order for you to get where I'm taking you, you're going to have to gain some more knowledge. And that knowledge sometimes might come by way of experience, you know, something that you do, something that you get gain an experience in. Sometimes it's going to be about reading a book. Sometimes it's going to be about spending time with someone. Sometimes it's actually going to be about going somewhere and doing something. He might send you on vacation. And in the yes. midst of your vacation and relaxing and enjoying that time, you're going to gain a new experience, and you're going to be like, oh, okay. Thank Sometimes you. he just yeah. needs you to go sit down. <laughs> yeah. You know? And he might say, literally, go on vacation, okay? Mm-hmm. Because he mm-hmm. needs you to rest because, you know what, you're going to need some additional energy for that time, right. you know, to, to come. So he's like, okay, you've done what I needed you to do. I need you to go sit down for a minute. Give yourself a break. Right. Take a couple of weeks off. Mm-hmm. All right. Really, mm-hmm. really relax. Gain some experience in relaxation, and then we can mm-hmm. move to the next place. I don't Absolutely. know what it is that God wants you to do. I don't know what it is that He may want you to experience. Mm-hmm. All I know mm-hmm. is that it is a possibility that you might need to gain some additional knowledge, and that you might need to have some new experiences, and mm-hmm. maybe. Um, you know, when people write books, even people who are writing books on the Word and they've been in the Word all their lives, they do a lot of research. You have to. They do a lot of research. They don't just mm-hmm. sit there and just start writing things out. They do a lot no. of research. And putting together a book sometimes can take a person a year or more to put together a yeah. book. I, yeah. You know? I, I, I That's why I always marvel at Joyce Myers because she puts, she puts I mean, she puts some books out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. and, there, and there are some people that are really, they are really just taking time to do so much research in order to put mm-hmm. their books out, you know? Mm-hmm. And not just in the Word. I'm talking about in the natural, any kind of book. People can yes. only write about things that they have thought of. And a lot of times they've only mm-hmm. thought of it because of experiences that they have had. I, I always want people to actually literally want to learn how to listen to God, hear his voice. And second, Learn how to move with him. You yes. know, yeah. Learn how to move with him, so so he can take yes. you to that next level. All right. Must yes, absolutely, time. absolutely. Okay. So you may need to have some new experiences, um, and maybe that's what God is leading me to. Maybe He's saying, you know, I know you want to work on building the car right now, mm-hmm. but right now I want mm-hmm. you to go put this puzzle together. It doesn't make sense to you. <laughs> Right. Okay. It does not make sense mm-hmm. to you, but mm-hmm. do what God says and watch what happens. It's, you know, mm-hmm. just do what God my says question. and watch what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. No, number seven. For me, um, this one here was personal um, because I found it to be true in my own life recently. When I was sitting and I was like, okay, so what is the common common denominator in the fact that I keep getting stuck right here? And I realized. Mm-hmm that it was because I needed a mentor. So mm. that's the question that I have. Do you need a coach or a mentor? I'm not talking about a best friend. No. All right? I'm talking no. about someone who has not only achieved the level that you're trying to get to, but they've surpassed it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you might be friends with someone who's, who's doing the exact thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about someone who has surpassed it and someone who has a lot of knowledge and experience in some things that you 
don't yet have, and they have understanding of things quite differently than what you have understanding of. This is what I'm talking about. Do you need a coach, a mentor? And if you think that you do, pray for one. Yes. Just trust me when I tell you just over a, just about a month ago that I prayed for one, and I have two now. <laughs> and I'm open for whatever God continues to give me. And what I love about Amen. them is that they're completely different. And one is yeah. coming to me from a completely spiritual perspective, a biblically spiritual perspective. And the other one mm-hmm. also is coming from a spiritual perspective that's only laced with Christian principles. It's only laced with it. Okay. Right. Okay. This, this other person is coming to me from a knowledge of being a scientist and a sociologist mm-hmm. that happens to mm-hmm. also be a Christian. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they're two mm-hmm. very different dynamics. Okay? The one thing that I know for a fact right now that they both have in common is that they put two things. They, they, they put religion aside. It's not about religion. It's not about denomination. It's not about um, the things we do within our denominations, our rituals. Mm -hmm. No, it's not about any of that, okay? And then the other thing that is very true of both of them is that it is all about the building and the understanding of yourself, okay? And if there's one thing that God told me a few months ago is that people reach greatness when they begin to understand who they are. And I'm trying to reach greatness. And I needed to get with some people that could show me how to reach greatness in every area of my life. Mm -hmm. And I I Mm -hmm. only want to do that because I recognize my purpose is to be a light for other people to see. Mm -hmm. So that they can be led by God. And the truth is that the platform that I've been given, I've been doing it for a while now. It's time for me to move to the next place. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean giving up the platform that I have. It means expanding it. That's the other thing. Amen. That's the other thing that that a lot of people misunderstand. They think that, oh, well, God's going to give me a new platform, so I need to put this down. What you putting it down for? Did God ask you to put it down? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm so busy mm-hmm. now, you know, I can't imagine taking on anything more. Well, maybe you need to think differently. Yeah, time is invisible. You know, that, remember, God does not exist in time. We do. You know, so God has exactly. a way of showing us how to manage our time so that if there are 15 things that we need to get done, there will be 15 mm-hmm. things that we need to get done, even though yeah. yesterday we could only get done one thing. And you see what I'm saying? So, so, you know, don't be so quick to, to say, well, you know, I'm called to another level, so I'm just leaving. God, yeah. If God didn't ask you to leave, what you leaving for? Yeah, exactly. You're giving him your <laughs> Just because God right? says, I desire yeah. to take you here, doesn't mean yeah. that he desires you to take you away from here. Instead of adding on. He adds on. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Okay, let's get to let's get to the next one. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm all right. So, do you need a coach or a mentor? You really need to think about that. All right, and okay. and if you need one, do yourself a favor. You need to get it. All right. The mm-hmm. next one is, 
are you holding on too tightly? You know, now you have some people that want to give everything away, and then you have some people that are holding on, holding on, holding on, you know, (laughs) and especially, oh, my God, when you challenge the foundation of their faith. Mm-hmm. When you start challenging rituals that they're used to in church. No, no, no. Right. We only do communion on first Sunday. That's the only mm-hmm. time we do communion. You can't do communion any other time. You know? mm-hmm. No, no, no. Um, you know, only the pastor can give me communion. Oh, no, no, no. Only the associate pastor can do X, Y, and Z. You know, right. oh, no, if my pastor doesn't agree with it, then it's not true. And right. I'm not trying to beat up on pastors. I'm beating up on this mentality. That makes pastor yes. an idol. Okay? Hey, yes, 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 yes. This yes. is the mentality <laughs> that makes yes. your pastor an idol. And your pastor doesn't want to be an idol, and God does no. not want him to be an idol. And if he Absolutely. becomes an idol in your life, there is no room for God to operate. None. Absolutely. All right? Absolutely. You, you see a, a lot of people say in, um, in a natural way, you know, if your hand is closed because you're holding on to what you have, you can't open it up to receive anything that I want to give to you. And it's mm-hmm. the very same thing. God is saying, well, you know, if you stay so focused on what you already mm-hmm. know, then how am I mm-hmm. going to show you who I am? If you only right. believe that I can heal you on the first of the month, then how am I going <laughs> to heal you on the 15th? You know, it's kind of like the man who uh, that was at the pool of Bethesda, you know, and he was at the pool for 30 years but still didn't get healed. Like, seriously, Mm -hmm. like you sat in the same spot for 30 years, you never got any closer to the water, somebody Mm -hmm. beat you Mm -hmm. all the time? Yeah. You know? You know, so, you know, and then what happens is that Jesus came and he totally disrupted his his whole way of thinking. You know, he was violently opposed, violently opposed. To what he was thinking and that was one of the mm-hmm. things that God has said to me recently Kim I want you to go go in there and I want you you know I was preaching to said, I want you to go up in there and I want you to tell them that you are violently opposed to everything that they have ever believed about God and mm-hmm. the reason why is because it holds them captive yeah see it's not it's even wrong. because what you believe is wrong it's because you believe it's the only way it's, yes. it's because you believe it's the only thing mm-hmm and and, yeah. and, and, and you, you yeah. said something important, so important. When you start idolizing your pastor, you make them to an idol. And what does God say about idols? Do not mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> worship any idols. Okay? Yes. That's, and that's and I've seen it people. for myself, and I'm sure you have too, yeah. where you know yeah. people and, idolize and their leaders people. so much mm-hmm. that they – you know, they don't even make any moves unless the leader agrees with it. Yeah, exactly. But you have to understand have. that your leader doesn't necessarily know everything in every place that God wants to take you. Keep telling them to double check. <laughs> double check. You know? There's nothing wrong with, with checking the things we are offering from this ministry. Always double Absolutely. check. Absolutely. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay. Keep. okay. Um, so um, <laughs> the other thing is, are you be- being deliberate in what you are doing? Okay? Are you being deliberate in what you are doing? You know, are you stuck because you're not being intentional? You know, mm. do you do you just have a bunch of are you just doing a bunch of stuff? Okay? <laughs> One of the things that I thought about is um I often tell people that there are a lot of people in the world 
that are doing a lot of wonderful, helpful, beautiful, beautiful things. And when they come to the end of their life, they would have not done anything that they were supposed to do. Right. I want people to think about that for a moment. Because I want you to think, is this you? Are you busy doing a lot of beautiful, wonderful things, but yet they're not the thing that you're called to do? You don't feel that inner satisfaction. You're not like, yes, I could do this all day. I don't even need any sleep. You know? Do you feel like, oh, gosh, I've got to do that again? Because if you do, you're, you're, not, you're not on the path. Maybe it was your path, but, you know, you, you got off the road somehow because you weren't looking mm-hmm. when the road actually veered to the left. And you kept mm-hmm. walking straight. And sometimes, yep. you know, mm-hmm. you get to that place where there's a fork in the road and you keep going straight. Or you yeah. go to the right and you were supposed to go to the left. All right. I'll, cancel that and yeah. turn around. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, are you Shake being deliberate off. in your doing? Yeah. So let's talk about it from this perspective. So, you want to fry some chicken. I like to use metaphors that people can relate to. Oh, no. You want to fry, you want to fry some chicken. Uh-huh. And you go out and you get some charcoal for the grill. Now, you could cook the chicken on the grill and it could taste wonderful. Yes. But until you put it in a frying pan and fry it with some oil, it's not going to be fried. <laughs> it's not fried. It's, it's just like when people chicken. say oven fried chicken. It's not fried. Uh-huh. It has it, it is baked chicken with a crispy crust. <laughs> I'm not mad at it, but it's no. not fried. No. Okay. We, if we it's fried, it's fried. It's in the it's in a pan with a whole lot of oil. And it's fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let me, let, so, so are you being deliberate in your doing? Or are you just kind of, you know, side swiping it and, you know, oh, that's good enough? Or, you know, but you're not even, like, you're not even in, in on the same ballpark. You know, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be on first base and you're outside in the parking lot. You didn't yeah. really go to the ball game because you're actually in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So are you being deliberate in your doing? So you say that. You want to buy a new car, but you haven't really made a plan to it. You just keep saying you want to buy it. You're not putting any money aside. You're not looking up different vehicles. You're not even thinking about what kind of car you would like. You're just saying that you want to buy it. Well, you know what? You could say what you want, but it's not going to happen until you start putting some action behind what you're saying. Right. Right. Because if, when action. you put action behind what you're saying, is when begin to manifest. And they manifest more quickly when you're doing things according to God because then he starts sending people because he's like, oh, snap now. There goes my kid doing what I asked him to do. Let me go help him out. I love this kid. Let me go surprise him. You know? Are you being deliberate in your doing? Are, are, you, are you making sure that – here's the other word for that. Strategy. Yes. Do you have a real strategy? Now, I have to tell you that strategy is not something um, that we learn in a lot of schools. No. But I can guarantee no. you that in those Ivy League schools, you know, um, mm-hmm. in a lot of think tanks, 
you know, business people who are thinking about how they're going to accomplish X, Y, and Z, oh, they think about strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They think about they how they're going to get there. They think about pacing themselves. They're not expecting yeah. an overnight miracle. When they reach their goal, they're going to know it's because they worked for it. Exactly. They took the exactly. time out to study what, you know, the trends, and they took time out to, to they actually tried things out, and they found out what worked and what didn't work. They didn't stay in fear and say, oh, but what if this doesn't work? They said, well, we're going to try this, and if it doesn't work, we're going to go back to it. We're going to take the parts that do work, and then the parts that don't work, we'll throw it away. And somebody says, right. well, what if it doesn't work at all? Then we just start from scratch. We haven't yeah. lost anything. Yeah. We still gained something yeah. because now we know what doesn't work. Yeah, and this is all all God-based, uh, you know, and I want people to hear Absolutely. that. It's, it's, it's your steps that are being ordered by God, and you go the wrong way. You you miss the detour sign, you know, um, but you're absolutely right. We have two minutes left. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, so, so, you know, and then even, and then even with that, the thing you have to remember is that, you know, um, God is a precept by precept God. So it's one thing at a time. So it's okay. Strategize. It's okay to make a mistake. It's okay. All that information, God uses it all towards your good. Remember that. All the information is going to work on your behalf. And then the last thing, we're on the last one. Is is it time, Selah? Is it time to just regroup? Is it time to just sit back for a moment? Is it time to just go back to it? Is it time to think about it? Is it time to expand it? You know? Is it time to Selah? Is it time to breathe some fresh Holy Spirit back into this plan? Right. You know, sometimes you get you get some Holy Spirit, you know, and then you get up and you start running. And then, you know, you don't realize that you used up all the Holy Spirit that you had. You used up all the anointing that you had for this. You need to go back and get exactly. some more. Exactly. Exactly. So is it time Amen. for some Selah? Mm-hmm. And we, we actually Amen. covered all ten points. <laughs> How about I that? Know. How about that? How about that? <laughs> that was a powerful, powerful word. And and I want everyone to um, definitely listen to the show again. Pass the link on to people that you think this information might help. Because this is free resources for you. And you can, if you need any more clarification, email K Horvath. That's H O R V A T H at journeyhomeministries.org, and she will be glad to expound on anything that you've heard today. And thank you. Uh, thank you, Associate Pastor Horvath, for that wonderful word of God. Um, you are so welcome. And I, I know we'll see you. The it's going to be really fast. We get to hear it's going to be real quick. Early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but That's we'll all right. be back on the second Tuesday of the month of June. So join us then. And until then, be blessed. And don't forget, we're going to roll out of here like we always do with how great the art. You have a blessed holiday. Everyone be safe. And here we go.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.